Another episode of When the Smoke Clears Podcast. I'm your boy Sweet Lou. And I'm your boy B Reed. What's good, Reed? Chilling, man. Shit, your boy uh KP told me that I need to change my name to Big Facts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm considering a <laughs> considering a name change. Man, you know I mean? Hey, shout out to Carrie Aloysius, man. That's <laughs> my, my man. He's been doing man since college, man. Uh now, you know, K, KP boy, hey, avid listener, man. He be checking us out. And uh, yeah, he he thinks the kind of stuff like that, you know what I mean, yeah. like big facts and all that good stuff, man. But you know, hey, he's the homie though for sure. Shit, I'm I'm considering that. You know, next episode you might hear me introducing myself, man, B-Ree, you know, aka Big, big Facts. facts you know what I'm saying? <laughs> man, let's get on into it though, man. When they talk about the, you know, the king of the north, uh, Kawhi Leonard, man. aka Young Snow. Hey, man, look, Kawhi here starting dynasties, killing dynasties. He is the true king, bro. Yeah, man. I, I, I'm going to tell you the truth, man. For a long time, I hated on Kawhi, but that's a lot of that has to do with me being a Heat fan right, and that right. nigga kind of murdered the Heat. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. I didn't, I didn't want to believe. I've been hating on him all year, but, <laughs> bro, that nigga cold. Look, man, <laughs> I, I don't mean no disrespect to you LeBron fans out there. When I call Kawhi, the, you know, the king of the north and all that stuff, man, but I'm just serious, bro. Like, he is really out here single-handedly handling business, man. You know what I'm saying? Now, everybody know. LeBron got championships, man, but he also needed two other All-Stars to get them championships. In Kawhi Leonard's case, that is not the case because he ain't got a single All-Star on his team right now. Yeah, man, I, I mean, all disrespect to LeBron fans because <laughs> I think Kawhi Leonard is everything that they always wanted LeBron to be. And what I mean by that is he just goes about his business and he gets it done. Right, but right. he's also a leader. And what I mean by he's a leader, you can look at the stuff that happened with San Antonio, but there's a there's there's a lot of different aspects to that of teams having um, controversy with their with their players, trying yeah. to tell them that they can play when they don't feel healthy enough to play. It's right. like a business <laughs> using you. So I don't really knock Kawhi for that, but he is a ultimate team player. Like he leads by example. You never really hear him dogging out his team. If right. his team isn't really playing hard, then he picks it up by what's on the court. And that's kind of the thing that I don't like about LeBron because when things start to go bad, he started making excuse he started to blame his teammates as opposed to what Kawhi's doing if it starts to go bad then he put the team on his back yeah you know nah, that's I mean? true that's true and you know Kawhi man he did it the right way when he left San Antonio he did it quietly there wasn't no press conference there wasn't no cameras you know what I'm saying he just handled he handled business like a man and just was like yo this ain't a good fit for me no more let me move on and you know the Spurs traded him man and you know he didn't he wasn't demanding to go no certain place he was like, wherever I go, I'm a cook, and I mean, that's what's happening right now. Yeah, man, he has he got an impressive run going on right now because he comes one trade. They traded him for Demar Derozan. You can add Danny Green, yeah, yeah, Porter, yeah. or whatever. It, it don't that don't matter. They cancel each other. Yeah, out. you know, you know what, what I'm saying. But Danny Green is has been very effective. But at the end of the day, this dude is going against the Celtics. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, who did he? No, nah, no, nah, he, he went. He went through. Uh, who was the first round matchup? Orlando. Oh yeah, that's yeah Orlando. Right. No, no, I mean Orlando was straight. But if you look at they, if you look at they uh, end season run, they had the best seats, they had the best record in conference over like the last twenty five games. They they were hot coming in. They won the first game as well. Now we didn't expect them to beat Toronto, but they put up a little fight. You know, what I'm saying it was it was a little more hectic than they wanted it to be. You know what I'm saying? You don't get no respect for Orlando, bro. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hey, bro, I'm just out here saying they had young team. <laughs> you know they they they. they out here trying to prove themselves, they got to win. You yeah, did, you, you did. know, they did what they supposed to do. Toronto did what they supposed to do. They then, did what they supposed to do. Yeah, for sure. Then they went against Philadelphia, Philadelphia. who was supposed to be the next up. Washed them out, Man. Game Seven. You know, clutch shot at the end. He Man. put his imprint on that. Went against the Greek freak. 
You know what I'm saying? Was down 2-0 and went on a 4-0 run. I, I really want to say, like, in that Philly series, man, Kawhi, Kawhi did it by himself, man. Like, really nobody showed up. Bro, you this, know what I mean? He, was, he, he put in work. I mean, he was averaging 35-8. and eight. I haven't seen a run this impressive since AI, when AI went to the finals against yeah. the Lakers. Well, man, I, I don't know. I, th- I think uh, – I think Dirk's run was impressive for Dallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Dirk, know what I'm saying? Run was he crazy. went through Kobe. Nah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, who else did he go through? He went. Through, he he had to he had to play Kobe. He had to play a good. Uh, he had to play some really good teams to get the championship. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember exactly who, but if you look at it, I think it ends up being like he beat seven Hall of Famers. No, nah, he did. Like yeah, that. for sure. For it was sure. like seven Hall of Famers that he went against. So right. his run was was higher than this. But still, man, you're going against the up-and-coming Greek freak who's supposed mm-hmm. to be the best player in the NBA. Right, you right. go against the Sixers team who was supposed to be the next up in the East. Right. Now you're dismantling the Warriors dynasty. dynasty you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Now you can say without KD, but this is still the dynasty that won before KD. Right, right. I mean, you're still going against Curry. You're going against Clay. You're going against Draymond Green. And your second option, depending on the night, is Kyle Larry, mm-hmm. Danny Green. You yeah, know right, right. And, and Kyle Larry, man, he didn't make an all-star team this year. He only averaged 12 points during the season. Yeah. Like, his season was ultimate disappointment man i mean if you look at what your second option is really supposed to get you like he looking average as fuck right now man that third quarter uh that third quarter in game four that Kawhi put up i mean he stepped out of the locker room two straight threes right. and bang bang let these niggas know what I'm it's gonna be you, man look they, <laughs> they double teaming even every he did he finding the right man he making open shots like he really just doing his thing right now. Well, you can really tell that he took the personality of uh, Tim Duncan because what he does is so quiet. It yep. kind of looks boring. It's all technical mid-range, right, but yeah. it's it's killer, though. You know, you know I, I, I say, like, and I don't want people to take this the wrong way, in, in a sense, he, he has that, like, Jordan mentality, getting to his spots, you know, saying definitely working to his advantages, playing on both sides of the court. You know, so I'm not I'm not trying to compare him to Jordan by any means. I'm just saying, like, when you look at his game, you know, we look at Jordan's game. Jordan was mid-range, but he had three spots on the court that he always got to, you know what I'm saying, to take his shots at the highest level. And that's what Kawhi does. You know, he has a little corner shot. He got the little top-of-the-key shot. And he got the little, you know, 15-footer on the left. You know what I'm saying? And he always tries to get to those three spots because that's where he's most efficient. And, and he don't shoot a lot of threes. Yes, I mean, he, he, can, he can make threes and everything like that, but he doesn't shoot a lot of them. You know what I'm saying? So he's not even you know, considered like a player like, you know, in this era, you know what I'm saying? He really right. is an old school type player, you know what I mean? Yeah, he gets to his spot. He plays at his own speed. He um he doesn't let anybody rush him. He never right. his composure is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like he's never out of composure. Winning, losing, he got that same stone stone cold face. Right. And actually before this series even started, I wanna say Against the Philly series, I was watching. Uh, I think Shant Sharp and uh, uh, Skip Bayless disputed. Yeah, and they were talking. They somebody said like compare Kawhi to Jordan. Oh, that was Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers said. Okay, yeah, Kawhi yeah. to Jordan. Yeah. You know, people think it's crazy, but it's really not. I know, if you look at Jordan, <laughs> I mean, Kawhi don't shoot no fadeaways by any means. His is more of a you know straight range, you know, yeah. straight shot. But if you look at his men, if you look at his game, bro, he's getting to his spots. He taking niggas to the cup. He dunking on niggas like you got to you got to take out that. I mean, because people are gonna go to like the early '80s Jordan. Right. Where, take out the '80s Jordan where yeah. he's dribbling and all dunking and all that. Take that out and co- compare Kawhi to '90s Jordan. Yeah, when he like gets 90, older. '94 Jordan yeah. when he when he first started doing the fadeaway and he was really just just you know hitting that mid range shot. That's what you got to look at right now. You know, say Kawhi is just. That man, like you know, he got his little crossover, and he'll get you to where he want to get to. But if you look at when he needs to hit a shot, he gonna go to main the main two spots is either top of the key 
or that right corner. Because that's, that's how he killed Philadelphia. You yep. know what I'm saying? And the, and the beautiful part about it is, yeah, you can say Kobe. And Kobe, I'm not really knocking him for his defense because he was something like nine-time all-defensive yeah. player. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if being all-defensive player and then the impact defensively yeah. is the same. Yeah, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like Kawhi, if you – because Jordan was good on defense as well. But everybody know that Pippen was the defensive guy on the Bulls, right? Yeah. He was the main one guarding the best player. So it's basically like he Jordan on the offensive end and Pippen on the defensive end because he doing both. I don't know. You sleeping on Jordan? Jordan was no, no, no. I'm not. No, Jordan won defensive player of the year. That's kind of what I'm talking about. Yeah, he won defensive player of the year. I'm not. I'm not denying that. I'm just saying like in big games, not that Jordan wasn't guarding the best player, but he did defer to Pippen a lot because you know Jordan was doing most of the shooting. You know what I'm saying? But I, I believe that Kawhi is everything that people wanted LeBron to be. And I think that, I mean, people are something crazy. I believe Kawhi is probably the closest thing since Jordan. I'm not overreacting. I'm looking at on the offensive end, the way he gets to his spots, the way he controls the game, the way he makes everybody around him better, right. which I hadn't really seen LeBron do. He elevates everybody's game. Right. While you say that LeBron does elevate, he only elevates certain type of players' game. Like, if you're a spot-up shooter, right. then you can play with LeBron. But if you get, get your own shot and you need to handle the ball, then you don't play well with LeBron. That's I believe true. Kawhi promotes everybody. You've seen him on the Spurs. Yeah. You've seen him playing next to Duncan. You've seen him playing with shooters. You've seen him playing yeah. with ball. You've seen him play with a lot of different type of players. On the defensive end, you know he's a defensive of stopper because you've seen him play against LeBron James and give him yeah. trouble for two series. Right. You've seen him be uh, a finals MVP. Yeah. You his run over the past four years is crazy. Cause in 20 what 14 or 2013, he almost they should have beat the Heat. Yeah, he dominated the heat. them in the finals. Right, right. 2015, he came back and dominated that dynasty. He yeah. ended that dynasty. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Now, he goes to the San Antonio Spurs. He was on the verge of giving them trouble before he got hurt. Yeah, before he got out of the game because he was up 21. Yeah, when he, he was got up injured. 21 and Zaza went up underneath him. Yep, yep. So then, you know, he, he sits out last season with the injury. He comes back this season and now he goes on an incredible run. Right. I mean, you take out injuries and his run is crazy. Now, and, and I want to say this, Kawhi ain't got no shooters. Now, don't get me wrong, the people on this team are shooting at a high percentage in this series. So I want people just to look at that and be like, oh, he got some shooters. No, he really ain't got no – Danny Green is probably the closest true shooter hey, on hey. on the Toronto Raptors right now. sleeping on Danny. I'm Danny. not sleeping on Danny, Danny man. been doing this, man, since Danny, North Carolina. Danny man. has been doing this, man. <laughs> I'm not sleeping on it. But what I'm saying is, is Danny Green is the only true shooter that they got. Now, they got Norman Powell. He can hit some shots. You know what I mean? So can Marcus Siakam. Marcus Saul, though. Yeah, yeah I mean, but, he's not, but you ain't going to rely on Marcus Saul to shoot – you know, 53s a year. Shit, I just seen Marcus Hall knock down 11 tray balls. <laughs> bro, I don't know, bro. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He's pretty consistent and you leave him open. That's what I look at as a shooter. I don't look at a shooter like Curry. You know, you come down. No, nah, I'm not just saying Curry. I'm just saying like. You the, leave Gasol open and there's a higher than 60% chance. I'm saying like hit. when you look at the shooters LeBron had like, a, you know, Ray Allen, Kyle Corver. You know, that's just the only two I can think of on top of my head right now. He's probably, he has some more shooter. Kyrie is a shooter. You know what I'm saying? Kawhi ain't got that. Well, I don't, I don't totally disagree. I mean, that's one of the reasons why, even up 3 1, I'm saying that I still believe that Golden State's going to win this series. Oh, man, look. I still believe I still believe do, it. We got to do a little gentleman's bet on that, hey, man. I don't, think, I don't think the king of the need, north. I need some odds, though. Man, <laughs> I mean, no, oh, man. you got to ride it out. <laughs> look, man, I don't think. I don't think the king, I'm not saying that they can't make it a series. 
I'm not saying that at all. You know what I'm saying? Nothing's over until it's over. I do not think the King of the North is going to lose three in a row. Bro, all I'm saying is this. They've never been in this position before. I look at it like OKC, and you kind of look at the patterns of the game. Golden State has been beat up, right? right. But that's no excuse. I mean, they still out there with Curry, Draymond, and Clay. Uh, Clay you know what I mean? Clay's been, Clay missed game three, but he's been out there for the majority. But, yeah. but the biggest problem is, is this is a defensive team that they've never really faced before. I mean, you play space the Rockets. You yeah. face um, Cleveland. But the problem is, this team is kind of built exactly like Golden State. It really is. With yeah. a lot of length, speed, they can move. So they're pretty much putting a lot of pressure on Curry. Now, even though Curry played well in game three, the rest of the games he's been struggling. He's been having the four shots. And yeah. you hadn't seen him four shots in a long time. That's why they game four, they were kind of hit or miss because mm-hmm. he kind of went cold. They can't sustain that. If you can add in Kevin Durant that just relieves the pressure, because Clay can't dribble. That's the one thing people yeah. forget about Clay. Clay can I mean, spot up shoot. Yeah, he can spot. He, I mean, he can take it to the cut, but he he ain't no like he ain't got no crossover. Yeah, he, he can't really take you off the dribble. You know what I'm saying? If you look at most of his shots, he take like one or two dribbles and pull up. You know, adding I mean? Durant to this series is going to be very disruptive because the way that they've been playing defense on them has to totally change. And you're going to sleep on Durant if Durant gets hot. Now you have to focus all that attention on Durant, and now you leave Sturry Curry cooking. I mean, we gonna see because I mean, it's, it's hey, one no. thing. It's one thing that we've learned from these from these playoffs, man. Nick Nurse is making these adjustments, man. He is. He's making these adjustments, bro. He is, but I'm just saying, man. I mean, I know Kawhi's the quiet killer. And, like, yeah. I didn't believe when San Antonio was demolishing Miami. Nah, that looked bad. I knew that was over. Yeah, I, <laughs> me too. Me too. I knew you that could, was done. You could tell by the body language. But this isn't the same. Like, Golden State is still fighting. They still diving on the floor. They're still shooting. They're still trying that's to true, win. That's true. That's so, true. I'll give you all that. But I'm saying, though. King of the North, man. Look, I just look. I can't see it. Like I said, I'm not saying they can't make it a series. They could t- easily take it to Game Seven. Durant can come back and have a good game. That's it. But if you cannot stop Kawhi, though, but I think they can. Cause I don't I'm, think they can. You gonna put Durant on Kawhi? Is that, was your, is that your plan? No, my plan is to do the exact same thing. They just got you have more length down there. The problem is, is when they're switching, you don't have Kevin Durant. They've gotten so used to having Kevin Durant at power forward, who is basically a seven foot power forward. Right, right, right. So whenever you're switching, you literally have another shot blocker down there. Now when you're switching, you're switching like Iguodala on Serge Ibaka or Curry. Yeah, but, but you're talking about hundred percent Kevin Durant. We ain't gonna, they ain't gonna get that. Today. I don't need hundred percent. We're just talking about a seven footer at the rim, so they can't finish as easy as oh, they're bro. Finishing. If he, if he, if he, Cavs takes you got to run and jump with that if you if he can't if he is not as mobile as he used as we're used to bro that's just not gonna mean, go down i just i seen dirt with two bad feet three bad knees be able to just fade away he, that, that, that's cool you, know you, you can do that but you still gotta play defense on the other end yeah, i mean and it's gonna be he I mean, was a liability on the other end at the end of the day they ain't scoring like 120 points i mean these games are close you add a 30 no, from I mean, kd they, 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 well, they scored 119 last game but I like I said, bro. I just, you just, I got to see it because I don't. But then, I, I think because I, I think the calf injury is worse than what they saying. I think they just pushing him through because it's like shit. It's game. It's game five. We on the brink of elimination. Like we need everybody on deck. So that's why he's coming back. If they if it was tied two two, I don't think this would be happening. You know what I mean? Like I don't think that would be an issue. Yeah, but I don't think that I don't think that you need him. Like you're talking about Kevin Durant. We don't need not we, but Warriors don't need him to guard. The perimeter. That's where the calf comes big. If you can put him on a surge of Baca and just play him like a big man, that's less lateral movement. I mean, I, I get that, but like I said, you you still got to stop Kawhi, and even if he is on Serge Ibaka, that's still not helping you I mean, slow down Kawhi. Theoretically, you know though, they've been doing a good job on Kawhi. I mean, he's still getting for, dirty though. That's last game, but you look at the other games. 
I like mean, game three. His average, his average is still 29.4. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just like Curry, right? Yeah. After 30, all you got to do is make it trouble. You want them to miss some of those shots. Yeah, but, but you know, you know, know, but you know how Kawhi do, though. He going he gonna to amp it up. Hey, man, the, I got This I, elimination game, he know what this means. You're talk, you, you talking about a guy who's been here before, who's done this, who's lost and won. So bro, he, I, he I, knows I, the troubles. You, you talking about mean? Kawhi. Kawhi's going to do what he does. Right. I ain't talking about Kawhi. I'm talking about you need to put more pressure on Kyle Larry to hit that shot. You need to put more <laughs> pressure on Danny Green. Yeah, but, but look. Now, Kyle, y'all don't let Kyle Lowry get in the motherfucking groove. Like he, he acting like yeah, but that can that can end. Very hey, I'm quickly. just saying though. I've seen when Kyle, you let when you let niggas like Kyle Lowry get confidence, bro. That's when they start hitting them ridiculous shots. Yeah, because, that's, you know what I'm saying. That's what's been happening. They got to take that, and they okay. can they can strip that from them. Let's you know see. what I'm saying? I've seen because you, you let you let Kyle Lowry get off. You let Ibaka get off. And these are two guys who really didn't show up in previous series. I mean, Kyle Lowry did show up in the Milwaukee series. But previous series of that, Kyle Larry wasn't doing shit in the playoffs. Well, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I'm not really worried about Kyle Larry. That's the, what I'm worried about is the switches on Marcus Allen and Serge Ibaka. That's okay. what's really giving them trouble. It really is. The, it's the they, Serge, they can both hit yeah, shots. It's yeah, it's the right. Serge Ibaka. What they're doing is they're overplaying for Kawhi, and nobody's getting back to really be able to challenge uh, Gasol or get or challenge Ibaka in the paint. Mm-hmm. So either when Serge Ibaka's in there, he's in the paint and like. You know, they're patient, mm-hmm. so they make an extra pass, and then Serge Ibaka making layups over Iguodala. Okay. If you can just put Durant down there to challenge Serge Ibaka, we know you'll miss six, seven layups. All right. You know what well, I mean? We, we, I don't know, man. You let that nigga get confidence, man. Hey, I'm telling you. Hey, he, had the, I mean, he had six blocks last game. What you, hey. want, what you want him to do? What, man, how much against Cousins, he... man. So? Cousins couldn't even get off the ground, man. Cousins. And, seen... and that's going to be the same issue hey, I have with Durant, man. I've seen Cousins finger roll without jumping. Man, look. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> do this shit up fast. Look. <laughs> all, I'm, all I'm saying is you're going to have some of them same troubles with Durant, man. You acting like Durant is just like 80%. Nah. That nigga more like 25%. No, so so this is that's that's not what I'm saying. I don't think he's 25, definitely. But what I'm saying is a player like Durant is different from Cousins because Cousins... No, nah, I'm not saying they're the same player. I'm saying they, they had similar injuries. Yeah, yeah, but they, I'm they, saying... They big men with leg injuries, yeah, bro. But, that's hard for them saying, to come back from. Nah, but I'm saying offensively, it's easy for KD because you can just post him up and he turns around and fade. Uh, well, you know yeah, what I'm he, saying? He, he, he do you, jump off his other foot. Okay, yeah, you ain't you. gonna you ain't gonna block that. If all they can do is if he can jump off of one foot fade away and he can hit that consistently, that's all they need. All right. Cousins can't even make a layup, bro. Like he can't even finger roll a layup. He finger rolled a layup, and I think Kyle Larry threw that shit in the stands. Like it, it looks bad out there for Cousins. Kyle bro. Larry oh, out of shape ass nigga. Yeah. Flex on him. And my cousin on the ground begging for a foul, man. I Alright, so if, if if Kawhi closed this out, no matter if he closes out tonight or in game seven. Is he is he the best player in the world? Bro, I think if Kawhi closed it out, I, I mean, I think he's already made an argument for the best player in the world, win or lose, because, okay, if they get KD back and they win, yeah, it's a tough loss. But, I mean, you're going against an all-star team and you're carrying players on your back. Like right. I just said, just second option is Kyle Larry or Danny Green. Yeah, yeah. So, regardless, I think that Kyle, uh, Kawhi Leonard has already proved that he's the best player okay. in my eyes. But if you take that away, I think overall, if he wins this series, mm-hmm. and you add in the fact that he was crucial in taking down the Miami Heat dynasty, right. he ended the Spurs dynasty just by leaving, right. you know what I'm saying, and now he's about to take down the Golden State dynasty, that's two dynasties in his career that he's taken out, mm-hmm. he's he's started a dynasty, ended it, and started another dynasty in Toronto, yeah. his impact is Immeasurable. Okay. You can talk about stats and triple double and all this stuff. If you just look at pure impact on the game, I can. Um, Kawhi Leonard has more impact on the game than LeBron James right now. 
Now, okay. in his prime, yeah, LeBron did, but you had to do specific things to build teams around LeBron. That's what that's what presses LeBron teams. That's why he destroys them when he leaves, or it's trouble when he's there if it's not specific. The one reason why I like Kawhi better than LeBron is because he can fit in any system because his game. And he he he's a leadership player. He's not a I need the ball because okay. he's gonna get his shot anyway. He's gonna mm-hmm. play defense anyway. He's gonna pass. He's gonna do the same thing no matter what team you put him on. So I believe his impact is better than KD or better than LeBron. So you saying if, if Kawhi went to the Lakers, they'd be in the playoffs right, right now. They'll be in the playoffs and they at least make the second round. Ooh, I man. mean, look at the Spurs. See, that's what I'm saying. Look at the Spurs team. I ain't talking about that Spurs team that won a championship when Duncan left. Mm-hmm. That same Spurs team was like an AC without Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. So you got Patty Mills, Danny Green, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Lamarcus Aldridge, who was a shell of himself playing with Kawhi. Right. When, the, when, when the year he got hurt, they was what number? They were a two seed. Two seed. Okay. They were a two seed. They beat the Houston Rockets, Game Six in Houston. That was a. That's when they were talking about they need to trade James Harden because they went to Houston in a closeout right. game. Okay. And they blew Houston out with James Harden there. Okay. The only reason the Houston Rockets built up in the Houston Rockets because Kawhi was hurt. Ah, I got you. But before Kawhi was hurt, that's what I'm saying. His resume is incredible. If you really take out last year and put his resume together, mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard's resume is crazy. All right, and then the same squad. With without him was eight seed, and then this year all you switched was the Demar Derozan. Demar Derozan made the seven seed. They went in the first round and got beat by Denver. They took in the seven games though. So that's, that's what, Denver. That, that's normally what the, that's normally what Derozan do. But that ain't good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying man, he had hey. a, I, I know Popovich mad as a motherfucker right uh, now. You just you know, wasting a trade on this whole ass nigga. Bro, just, they, they talking about trading him to get some cap room to sign uh, Bojan Bo- Boganovic. Damn. Hey, man, man, we need to clear up this room for a real shooter. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody that can hit more than a 14 footer. Man, man, you going to get Boban? Man, you going to get Boban. For, and they probably will be better if you if you we're talking honestly. Mm-hmm. They're probably better with Bobon than DeRozan. Hey, DeRozan's legacy. I seen that one dude holding up a sign out because after the uh, Demar DeRozan interview, he was like, you know, if it wasn't for me, then you know they wouldn't be able to build this up like this. I was a sacrificial lamb. I sacrificed for this. So dude outside the uh the Raptors, mm-hmm. what they call it, Jurassic Park. Yeah, Jurassic Park. He yeah. had a sign that said DeRozan died for this. Damn. <laughs> Die for a company. Die huh? for this time. I need to mail that nigga a ring, man. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> a ceremonial ring, bro. Hey, bro, listen, man. When your when your general manager come out and say straight up, we we ain't good enough. Dang. I mean Bro, they they were good last year. And then you that was my point. Like, that's why I think Houston needs to break it up. Because at some point, it just takes you out of the game mentally when you have the number one seed in the East and then you go face LeBron and they don't just beat you. They sweep you and they embarrass you. So at what point, what do you do from there? You got to blow it up. That's why I think Houston, okay, Houston, last year, y'all claimed the flame. fame was. Y'all were up 3-2, but Chris Paul got hurt. Yeah. And then, so, since Chris Paul got hurt, Golden State came back and beat y'all. You come back the next year, Kevin Durant gets hurt, and Can't then they finish. beat you in six games still. Can't finish. Can't finish. Like, you get beat at home. And that's the it's a series of embarrassing moves because before that, before they lost Chris Paul the year before that, that's when Kawhi came into Houston. Yeah. And kicked their ass. Uh, James Harden had like six points. They got blew out at home in game six. 
and James Harden's in a strip club the next day. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> you let them strip clubs, man. I mean, I, I, I don't, but I don't night. think. I, I mean, I think. Yeah, I think they just got to get rid of Dan Tony. Systems has done as much as he can do for the Rockets. If, if you know, if you know, if you know Mike Dan Tony, and you know his history, this is as far he's going to get. You know, Western Conference Finals. That's that's the max. He only did that with Phoenix. He only did, you know, he did it with with the Rockets. So they got to move on. They, he never, he's never going to take them to that next level. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I think they would benefit. I think they would benefit by doing something in reverse of what Golden State did. Golden State went from a defensive-minded, strict coach like Mark Jackson to an offensive-minded Steve right. Kerr, which benefited for them because they already had the foundations of defense. Right, right. What they need now is to go to from a D'Antoni, D'Antoni to a Mark Jackson. Yeah, to a, they, they need a, they need to develop something. Yeah, like a mean? Dave Yoger or yeah. somebody, but it has to be somebody hard and respects because it has to be somebody like Mark Jackson did with Curry. To get him to play D. Now I, I will say James Harden has been playing harder D. Yeah, but I it, mean he, he gets steals a game, but as far as just that's, that's passing. Lane. Yeah, that's passing lane stuff. But, but I'm talking about even isolation. I see him trying more, but that's only in the playoffs. Yeah. The problem is, is that they need to create a dynamic where he's doing that all the time. True. You know what I mean? True. The foundation of them doing that all the time. He doesn't do it all the time. He does it. He tries to save energy. He relies too much on getting to the free throw line. When they stop making those calls, it takes a lot of energy out of them. Right. They right. need to quit that stupid defensive shit of switching him on the big men. You know what I'm saying? Because it burns out his legs. Right, right. I mean, they need to fix that, but I just don't think offensive-minded, offensively and defensively, they're not prepared. They got to get rid of Chris Paul's contract, too, though. Man, that's easier said than done. I, I mean, still think the Lakers going to take that shit, bullshit. I, they, uh, who, who had Allen Crabb before he went to Brooklyn? Oh, uh, uh, Portland. Shit, they got rid of his contract. Yeah, but that was because Brooke, for some reason, Brooklyn was super infatuated with Allen Crabb. I don't know if you remember when they Brooke, traded his ass up. Yeah, but that was before they were building. What what Brooklyn did was unique because Brooklyn had um, Brooklyn didn't have any draft picks. So what they did was they were trying to poison pill everybody. Mm-hmm. And what that is is you create a contract whenever somebody's a restricted free agent, the team is bidding on can like structure structure the deal kind of funny. Like, they can structure the deal where the first two years is, like, $4 million, mm-hmm. and then the back end of the last two years are, like, $20 million apiece. Ah, I got you know you. what I'm saying? So, you can be, it can be really cat-friendly for them for the first two years, but it fucks the team that matches up. That's why they call it a poison pill, because when they get the contract, like, if I'm Brooklyn and I offer Petey a contract with the poison pill, right, right. for you to match it as the team that has him, it'll be $4 million, $4 million, 18, 18. Ah, got you. But if you. I do it, it's just even across the four years. Ah, okay. So it's fucked up. It's, it's, it's 12 all every <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, just 12 I, a year. So, I got you. so if I, if, and so if you match it, it's going to fuck your cap up the last two years. But if I get it, it's just 12 and 12. Yeah, so, so they we, we straight. Yeah, so they did the poison pill to Portland. Portland matched it. They also did the poison pill to Tyler Johnson. So it fucked, it fucked uh, Miami and it fucked Brooklyn. Because right. they did the poison pill contract to both of them and both teams matched. Right. But then the next year, I guess they really liked Allen Crabb because they signed him anywhere and yeah. took that contract back from him. But then they moved out. I think, they just, I think they just needed pieces at that point in time. You know what I mean? They just need to... They needed a, a key player, you know what I mean? Something to change. They needed somebody to change the the culture of the team. Right, exactly. And then, you know, Atlanta, quietly, they've been 
people were sleeping on Atlanta, but Atlanta had that cap room, mm-hmm. so they just taking bad contracts and kind of soaking up draft picks. Like they got the little pick from Oklahoma City in the future by taking right. Carmelo, yeah. cut him, boom. Just took this Allen Crab contract, yeah. boom, cut him, yeah. take a, get a first pick. You know what I'm saying? They just accumulating these draft picks just because they got cap room and they ain't trying to win, gotcha. which is what a team like Phoenix should be doing. But they're total idiots. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it. So. Uh, Speaking of the NBA, though, when you get on Jay-Z, you know, B-Hop got to chill out, man. You know, just because these young girls out here talking to Jay-Z, man, don't mean they want this ugly ass. Hey, my nigga said, ain't no such thing as an ugly billionaire. I'm cute. You know what I'm saying? disrespecting my nigga like that. Hey, look, man. <laughs> he, he is a billionaire. He is a <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But don't mean that nigga cute, though. Yeah. Hey, hey, man. Man, but... Nah, but to be, I mean, to chill, man, look, it, it was like the, the owner's wife, man, you know, just trying to have a conversation. You know, it's loud in the games and shit like that, you know, so she just... she, she politely... Ask Beyonce to sit back and she can holler at Jay. What's up? Man, I just don't see why people care. Like, why are they ain't you got caring? They ain't got shit else to do, man. Them, them, <laughs> them beehive people, they ain't got shit else to do. Why bro. are you defending Beyonce? Beyonce worth $450 million. She man. can deal with somebody, you know what I'm yeah, saying? You know what I'm saying? And, look, got her own shit going on. Like, like if she, like if, if Jay-Z decided tomorrow that he wanted to leave Beyonce, like, that's going to be an issue. Listen, Jay-Z already cheated on her with Becky. You know what I'm saying? She made Word. a nigga pay for it. Word. Jay-Z is now worth a billion. That Word. nigga's not going nowhere. Nowhere. You know what I'm saying? She, and look, and his catalog didn't even step up until he got with Beyonce. So he, uh, so he know what he got. Like, yeah. he, ain't, he ain't tripping. Like, man, listen, she worth 450 He worth a billion. If he divorced her or she divorced him, then she gonna be worth a billion and this nigga gonna be worth 450 That's true. Jay know what he doing, man. He that's ain't true. worried about Jay that. Jay is not tripping, man. That, that's, why, <laughs> that's why he let Solange get off on him in yeah, the elevator because he's like, man, it will make you feel slide. better, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you didn't get up your chest, we cool. Beyonce didn't say shit. Jay didn't say shit. We we straight. Yeah, people be overreacting about shit that ain't none of their business. Like there was a clip came, I think, from last year when um Jake Gyllenhaal was doing the same thing, talking to Beyonce. Right, you right. know, that's the difference, man. You see all these women like, oh, that's disrespectful. And then you go and the dude did the exact same, same thing, shit, and Jake yeah. chilling watching the game. Chilling you know what I'm saying? No big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want holler? I mean, he, he know what he got. Yeah, I mean, that. you know, that's a to me, that's a level of respect. If a nigga trying to get at my girl, I'm like, you you know what it is? But they ain't trying to get at him. That's what I'm saying. Everybody is so insecure in this world like everything that had oh my god you gotta protect no you don't if you secure in your relationship Man. then that shit don't bother you y'all trying to be insecure for her because she gave her a look you know right. what i'm saying just chill she ain't insecure she chilling right, you know what right. I'm saying? <laughs> i don't right. know i don't be getting why people care like everybody made a big deal they start giving her death threats and like what are y'all That's gonna true. do they ain't gonna do shit just some cyber bully bullshit you know what i'm saying yeah, that was and plus like she married to the owner bro which <laughs> means he got more money than jay-z well, not necessarily. I mean, I mean the part owner that pushed up. Nah, he nah, nah, that's not the same guy, is it? Nah, nah, I'm just saying nah. like all owners aren't. They just they just throw out the owners. Yeah, but I think he more than just like I you think, think he's he majority, majority owner. I think he majority owner. I I don't know who he was. If he well, she was like getting drinks. Yeah, yeah. Like I think she I think he's the majority owner. So he he owned like yeah, he owned the shit. Yeah, he, he owned, yeah, he owned <laughs> shit. I ain't talking about no part owner who only owned like. You know, ten percent. No, no, you just lucky to be at the games, nigga. I'm talking about he got a the box. They chose to sit courtside. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What about the cat that pushed uh, Kyle Larry? He he owns seven percent of the team. Yeah, it was like seven percent. Yeah, 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 but he he pushed yeah, Kyle. Man, like, you know what he, he doing? He was just an investor, man. He, he he got he got part of the team. You know, he's starting to make a little money now. You know, nah, he's doing just doing extra shit. shit. He done fucked up. You know they gonna make him trade. Oh, they they already done banned him, bro. He can't come to no more games. Oh, it ain't done yet. They banned him. And they find him 500k, which really ain't shit. It's not shit, but 
if they if they fuck around and go to the board and vote and vote his ass oh, out. Oh no, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I said at the they don't want that they don't want that news right now, right? Because they're focused on oh, the finals. finals, right? But after the finals, I guarantee you they make him share yeah. sell his shares. They're gonna Damn. force him out because Adam Silver don't play that shit. And that's why they be limiting. See, that's why I can't have a good time in NBA games, man. Because niggas like that they get too drunk. And they want to be pushing it. You know, keep your hands to yourself, Just man. Chill out. Why do? That's what. That's my thing. Is that's the beauty of the NBA is because everybody's close in close vicinity. You can touch the players, right, you know. Right. But that's a that's a um that's a privilege, man. Like, it is like it really is. Like I mean, and you got some players that really do participate with the fans. Yeah. LeBron's one a big one. You know, what I'm saying he'd be out there taking pictures sometimes. You know, giving high fives and shit like that. That to me, that's cool because it elevates the experience. Let them know, like, hey, you know, we here for y'all and shit like that. I but get you, that. you know, if you're sitting on the sidelines, there's a possible. It's just like what the reporters are. Yeah. You know, if you're sitting in those spots, a player can fall into you because there's no into you or accidentally trip over your feet or whatever. I mean, there's not that much space in the inbound anyway. You see how players are always looking back, you know, telling telling the fans to kind of like, hey, let me get right here so I can throw in the ball. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it's not like when you at a football game and you really got to. You ain't technically on the field. You got to sit up stadium like, you know what I mean? I bet he's one of those uh, college, you know, went to those college, one of those punks. You just sit in the student section, dress up, paint yourself. He had a flashback. (laughs) Yes, oh, wasn't he? he, He's a privileged individual, man. You know, he probably ain't had to work really hard for his shit. You know, and niggas like that don't know how to act. You know what I mean? You know, they, you, they got, get, you know you got the security protection. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know you got security saying? protection. You got a little money in your pocket, you know what I'm saying? And uh, you you pushing the, the way team player. Like, we we, we in my court. Like, like they weren't going to do nothing to him. And then it's Kyle Larry. That, and got, exactly. exactly. <laughs> then, then we got another uh, Indiana situation Indiana. in our hands. Oh, but they, they, they almost smoked out. Nah, Golden State. Want, Larry, yeah. Larry Hall off and hit him. Larry going to get a lawsuit. Man, for get, real. You know Get what suspended he for a whole season. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. that's what I don't like about it. That's why I think he should have to sell his shares. I think not only should he be banned from one season, he should be banned, like, going forward. Like, well, let me – I I take that. I don't think he they should he should have to sell his shares. Nah, I, I think I think they should just lifetime ban and be like, look, bro, you can't come to the game. Nah, no man, more. I, I would rather him be able to go to the game than him be able to make money off the franchise. Nah, I mean, well, I mean, bro, he, he he put. I mean, Kyle Larry just sensitive, man. It's not like no, he, he shouldn't be able to touch him, man. He's look, the owner. Man, look, He's held to a higher standard than anything. It was a. It was a but it was a weak ass push. It didn't even move Kyle he Larry. He shouldn't be able you know to touch him, bro. I'm just saying, bro. If, if Kyle, it ain't worth losing no shares. But this him, is the problem, though. You say that, but if Kyle Larry would have pushed him, it'd be a whole different story. No, if, if he'd have pushed him back out of self defense, no, 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 no. I'm not saying even out of self defense. If Kyle Larry would have fell on him and then pushed him down, well, then it would be this big deal. It would have been a big players, deal, but, but they ain't gonna tell Kyle Larry, yo, you can't play professional basketball. Yeah, they would have suspended his ass. They would have suspended him, but not expelled him and said you can't play ball no more. Yeah, but he, so so the difference is when you suspend Kyle Larry, that would be the same as banning him no, it's from not. the game. No, it's not because when you suspend him, Kyle Larry don't get paid. So when you suspend him, if you suspend Kyle Larry because he touched him, so it'll be like the Metal World Peace I mean, for that, a year. I don't think that's twenty million dollars that Kyle Larry would lose for a year. All they did was say you can't purchase tickets anymore. Well, he, he, didn't, he didn't lose no money. He probably don't purchase exactly. Tickets. So, that is. so so there's no financial loss for him doing that. Only way there's a financial loss is if you make him sell his shares, and that's still in a financial loss. But a, a one two game suspension ain't hurting Kyle Larry. No, but he wouldn't have been if he would have touched a fan. That'd have been more than a two game suspension. Shit. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't. It would, I don't think it would have been more than. It wouldn't have been. This is a totally different situation compared to Indiana when yeah you can't when you, touch when you, fans. You, I, I understand you can't touch fans, but. Ron Artest, Artest was out there snuffing niggas. Okay, like, Vernon Maxwell just going into the stands. You can't do that either. 
Well, why, why can so why can he touch you? You ain't you can't do that either. That's the point. I make it. Vernon Maxwell went out of his way to go up six flights. Of, Dude went out of his way to push Kyle. Man, he was it's walking by the, him. Listen, it was a bystander nah, push. It's gotta like, be some type of financial. And, consequences. and not only that, it does it doesn't say that. That in all cases, when they get suspended, they don't get paid. Some, I bet they got some paid suspensions. Man, you ain't getting no paid suspension for pushing a fan. Not to say you're crazy. I'm just, you don't know. No, no, I, I, I know they're well, not what getting no paid. What if you just pushed him in the face? Just like, oh, oh that's man. worse. They <laughs> ain't getting no damn paid suspension. Yeah, you know, like I said, he can NBA be NBA players are thugs. And if they want to find him, I'm cool with that. Nah, you know what I'm saying? That 500 can't touch him. I need him to sell his shares. Nah, bro. He that, needs see, to that, sell that's his what we, That's what Mark Cuban was talking about, man. Mark and Cuban he, didn't touch nobody. I Donald Sterling didn't nah, touch nobody. It don't matter. Donald, Donald Sterling only did was say words. Yeah, but I thought that was wrong. I'm saying if an owner touches a player, he should have to sell his not shares. Sell his, not, yes. not for that subsequent push. No. Yes, yes, that, no. Yes, and now, if, if, now, if he was out there and he was throwing hands with Kyle Larry, that's a different conversation. Hey, I, that dude went out of his way to touch Man, somebody. It will tell Kyle Larry stop being sensitive. If Kyle Larry would have pushed that dude, you would have seen this big markup NBA And like I said, he only would have got fined, which old boy no, got fined. He would have got suspended. So he would have got, got suspended fined. too. But the guy still got to pay 500 grand. So, so that, that is his financial dispute. Man, they ain't going to tell Kyle Larry you can't hoop no more. Man. Kyle Larry would have lost like $10 million because he at least got suspended for half a season. I don't think so. Half a season. I think I. I, 25, you looked, I 25 think, games is 5 million at least. So if he yeah. got suspended for tw- a quarter of the season, that's $5 million. You said this dude got paid, uh, got fined 500000 Kyle Larry uh-huh. at least lost five, um, $5 million. Because he would have got suspended for like 20-something games. I don't think so. I think he would have got suspended like six games. Nah, he would have got uh, suspended. Touching a fan, bro. An owner? Not even a fan, but an owner. Uh, man, if you just gave him a little quick help, nah, he'd be straight, dog. That dude would have got like, nah, they would have they taxed him. <laughs> you know, they don't really like his fat ass anyway. They would have proved the point. You know what I'm saying? They would have proved the point of Kyle Larry. They would have threw the book at yeah, him. Yeah, Kyle Larry they got six seasons. They was like, nigga only got three left. Uh, <laughs> man. Uh, but let's man. talk about this Jay-Z hitting a billion, the first rapper. Man. Uh, to hit a billion. And he jumped, he jumped, uh, he jumped Diddy. Yeah, he jumped Diddy and he jumped Dre. Uh, Dre, yeah. yeah Dre yeah. sold beats. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was up there. Diddy had Ciroc. He had his clothing line. Sean John. I, I thought Diddy still had Ciroc. No, I'm saying he does. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I'm saying what Jay-Z has done has been impressive because once Jay-Z kind of really got out the rap game, Diddy already had Ciroc. He already well, had yeah, Sean see, John. Diddy, Diddy was up on game way before Jay-Z was. I think... I mean, Jay Z is the first billionaire, but I think he's late to the game. Though he really, his catalog could have been so much bigger if he would have started. Like he focused on rap for so long, like over ten years, he should have been jumping into these endeavors but before shit. that. Because you know what I'm saying, like even when Dame Dash, you know, you know they were trying to do Rockaway and all that. That's cool. But it's like then he, he like took a break from that when he separated from from Dame. Well, the reason why he separated from Dame is because he wanted to do all that shit. But the problem with Dame is Dame is a businessman, but Dame don't want any help from anybody else. Like Dame believes you're supposed to do everything with your own money, which I guess conceptually could work. But the problem is, is you find yourself being in bad situations for long periods of time because you're waiting on your return on your nah, investment. Nah, Dame just greedy, man. He he just he he don't want to get nobody for nobody because he want all. You want all the profits. Yeah, I mean, you know he does it like that drug dealer mentality. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want to invest in my own, so I don't got to worry about nothing. Then you get that back and you invest something else. But that's why he is where he is. Because it always leaves you cash right, strapped. Right, it gives you cash strapped. So, 
when it's time to make a move on something else, you know, you missing out because oh, well, I got to wait for this money to come back. You know, and that saying? was that was the real demise of Rockefeller because what Dane was doing is he would invest in these movies. And then have to wait for the return, and you get the money. Then you invest all that in Rockwood. And they're like, man, we don't even got money to pay like our, yeah. our, our acts and shit because we are cash strapped. Because well, you're... now what, fuck, what fucked him up is that he did pay it in full, and then paid it in full was huge. And then he came out with all these other bum ass movies. You yeah, know but, he's, but he's paying for all this shit with his own. Yeah, but that's, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, <laughs> see, when Paid in Full came out, and I don't, I don't know the exact number, but he made a lot of money off that movie because it was an independent film. He put up all the cash and he got all the return. But what he but what he didn't do is, and I'm a rich person, person, I'll tell you this, after that, after he made his money and made his nut, he should have kept that shit, started getting investors. To put into his yeah. money, you know what I'm saying? But, but, totally but he, he made so, he made so much money off that he was like, "Shit, I can do this again." And then all the other movies that he came out with failed like a motherfucker. Yeah, he's, all he's, the state pro- both state property movies was trash. He had uh, another movie that he did. I can't even remember the name of it. that shit. Was so weak. But he didn't. It, it's not failures though, because he still made his money back. It just takes so long. He don't understand the no, process. No, but but that's what. But like what I'm saying is, is that yes, he made his money back. But not on all the films. Like the the, the second state property movie was the first one was good. No, nah, but you gotta you gotta remember what he's putting into that. I mean, he ain't putting ten million dollars in that shit. He's putting at least five. You gotta yeah, think like, bro, put, that shit's expensive, man. Yeah, but if you put two million dollars in, he's making that two mil back. I don't know, bro. I think because I, I, I never I never heard that he lost money. It's the fact that you're waiting for that money to recoup. He didn't he doesn't understand how long it takes to recoup money. And even when they had that special on BET and it had like all these entrepreneurs, right. like Damon just put out that movie. And this was like three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. He had just made that movie or whatever, but he invested all his money. Now his money was like one or two million dollars. But now he's strapped and he's waiting to get that money back. That's why he's arguing with people, fighting with him. He's so angry because he can't. He's literally locked right. and he can't do anything until he gets that money back. And so he went to Snoop and he was telling Snoop about it. And then um, Snoop was making a movie too. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Man, how much you putting in there?" And he was like, "Shit, nigga, I only put like seventy five thousand in there." Yeah, yeah. He was like, "Damn, I fucked up. I put two million in my." Yeah, Snoop, like, why you do that? Snoop was just like, "Man, I, I gave him enough to get it off the ground. Yeah. Let, let him roll with it." And you don't, you don't need to get all the money back. You need to get some. So that's what's important when Jay Z split from. From Dame Dash, he became way more profitable because he could build those relationships that Dame Dash couldn't, yeah. and he was okay with taking money from investors and it and it made his net worth balloon way further than he ever would have with Rockefeller. Oh yeah, for sure. Like for he sure. told it, and he said, "Shit, I got to get off the boat to walk on water." Hey, man, <laughs> you know look, what I'm saying? Dame, look, Dame, man, look, Dame is one of them niggas, man. He he don't think he he, he think he can ride that way for forever, man. And paid in full. Was an anomaly because, like I said, nobody thought that that movie was gonna do good. It blew up, you know what I'm saying? But you can't just you can't just do you can't duplicate pl- classics. Yeah, but, you know what I mean. And he thought he could do it. But he's notorious for overextending himself. Like right now, he got his own studio. I guarantee you, Dame is cash strapped right oh, yeah, now. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, he, 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 he overextends himself. He cash poor right now. Like he probably, you know, not to say that means he's broke. It just means that you know all his money is tied up. You know yeah, I mean? and that that's important when you're looking at both ways. When you're looking at Dame Dash and you're looking at Jay Z, so Jay Z's worth a billion dollars. You look at that doesn't mean Jay Z has a billion dollars in cash. Right. It means his portfolio of net worth. So he got uh, what he got like three hundred million dollars in Ace of Spades. Yeah, he got like his music catalog's only worth seventy five, which yeah. is a lot. But you think about it, and Man, titles a hundred, Deuce A's a hundred, a hundred. Um, then it, it, real estate, uh, yeah, art, shit it, like yeah, real estate's like fifty, you know, art seventy, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But it's it's diversified. But if you talk about just straight cash and assets, 
it's where he can touch, where he can, if he needs to invest in something, he has about $200 million. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? As far as Dame Dash, Dame Dash right now might be worth $70 million. This nigga might got $3 million cash on hand because right, he got it so tied up in something. So that's what I'm talking about. When he overextends himself, he has so much money investing yeah. in endeavors that is not... Uh, doesn't have cash flow where he can touch and and but that's how you lose a lot of money too that's what people fail to realize is like when there's not good production things are not going you're still losing money every day because yeah. you're paying people that aren't doing shit you know what I'm saying like you still have to pay those people because whatever they're waiting on to get this off the ground and then you know who knows I know he's had a couple of projects that never actually went through yeah you still lose money off the projects so that's why you don't invest your own money you know what yeah, I mean? that's why you go now if you want to do a if you do a startup obviously if you got the money to do it do it but once you start making a profit off of that that's when you need to start extending out and that's what I talk about with like big baller brand like yeah. the concept of big baller brand wasn't bad it's the fact that you need multiple investors to make that distribution center work yeah you can't do that with one dude like you know what i'm saying you need multiple investors even nike had investors right. even before jordan when under or came in you need investors to put together that supply chain to work right. so you can't do stuff like that like um i think the big three is one of the fastest growing basketball league people shit on it and talk about it or whatever but its growth is incredible cube ain't doing it by himself cube has some investors that's putting money you can't do shit like that if you don't got a lot of money behind you. You know, people going to go see the big three, though. I'm telling you, big three went from, you know, the work in the chitlin circuit, <laughs> take the lay, yeah, you know the, what I'm saying, to the next year doing nothing but stadiums on Fox, to yeah. this year being on CBS, expanding four teams with, like, shit, they got, like, 100 players that want to play. They just don't. They're moving yeah. slow. They're moving at their own pace. But, even but here, yeah, I mean, and even some teams have up to, like, eight players. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and then, you know, they're old, so if they get hurt, you go to that pool of players. But yeah. you got those players wanting to be on their own team. Yeah. And they're getting bigger and bigger names every year. Yeah. They're getting more marketable. And they even got a group right now that's trying to buy the Fox Sports that um that, that ESPN can't or Disney oh, yeah. can't take. Right. So, you know, those regional stations, they're trying to buy that. So, next year... Theoretically, the big three can have their own network. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, man. <laughs> they can have literally their own league. I, Ice Cube is, is is doing big things right now, man. Like he he's a, he's definitely another one, man. If Dame Dash should took Ice Cube's approach, because yes, he put up all his money for Friday, right? Yeah. Friday was a hit. So, but what did he do the second go around? I'm gonna get investors investors because now you know I think he paid everybody five five thousand dollars to do Friday. You know, yes, it was a lot of up and coming actors, but it was some veteran actors on there too. Yeah. But he paid all them five thousand dollars a piece just to do Friday, right? But when that Friday blew up, and he tried to come out with a second Friday. Now they he got to pay those people because yeah. those are the people who brought the movie to life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so he ain't, he ain't he ain't gonna come out of his pocket and say, oh, well, I gave you five million the first movie. Now I'm gonna give you five hundred thousand. I'm gonna take it out of my pocket. Hell no, I'm gonna go get a, a studio. To back me, and then we can pay y'all whatever we need to. You know and what I mean? And then you you get you got a um, partnership. Now you can start Q Vision, even right. though that's a part of the probably universal. Right, right. But you got Q Vision. Now you can start doing Are We There Yet? Right. And you got investors, so now you don't need to. You can do Are We There Yet and put up a ten million dollar budget. What well, if that movie make thirty million dollars? Right. Y'all eat. Now see what happened was Dame tried to go in that Master P route. Yeah. All right, but the thing about Master P is that any get true genius. You know what I'm saying? Because he's still worth $250 million to this day. But he's a deal maker. He knew. But, but but what I'm saying is, you know, P always said, like, don't let the studio take your profits. You know what I'm saying? Have them go 50-50 with you or, you know, whatever. But the, the majority of the profits should be on your end. Yeah. So Dame took that as in, well, shit, if I just put up all the money and all the profits. But 
Master P was like to have that other fifty percent that could cover your losses. You know what I'm saying? But I don't understand how Dame been doing the same thing for years. Like, like they they, <laughs> they even, don't learn. You yeah, know what I mean? Like his wife or whatever started that. And she she bought the nigga out or uh, uh, pushed the nigga out. Uh, the bolted him out. Was it what was it? Rachel Roy? And, yeah, Rachel Roy. Yeah, but Rachel that's Roy, that's yeah. part of the reason why he didn't want to do because the problem with Dame is Dame's an asshole. Dame a control freak. Yeah, yeah, he's an yeah. asshole. But when you start investing with people, yeah. then you have a board of directors. And they can vote your ass out. Well, see, and that's what happened. That's what they voted saying. his ass like out. Like when when <laughs> they put up all the money, he can always say shit. I put up all the money. I run this shit. I pay yeah. y'all. You know what I'm saying? When you got, but you got to realize when you got investors, they have to have a say. You know what I mean? At the same time, you need to come to compromise. They ain't trying to compromise with nobody. You, yeah, you can't talk to motherfuckers how you right. want to. See, and that was the problem, with Rockefeller <laughs> yeah. man. He was having all the meetings, talking shit to these niggas like. Yo, we gotta get him out of here. That's what yeah. they did. They voted his ass out. Yeah, now you yeah. want to cry talking about he's sorry. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta be able to play the game at some point in time. But shout out to Jay Z, respect. I just thought it was interesting that out of all his investments, like music is only worth like seventy million, which right. is one of the lowest investments. The only thing that he, shit, real estate is almost up there with his. No, nah, I think his lowest one. I lowest his lowest one was uh, the real estate. Real estate. Is yeah, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Real yeah. estate is his lowest. Yeah, but. He talks about how he messed up on that. So he's just now building up on real, real estate. estate yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's already at 50. You know what I'm saying? His rap catalog is at 75. Now it probably will grow as time, you mm, know. Nah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I probably think he only get, I mean, he might do that shit for fun, but I don't think he really doing it for Well, I'm talking about anymore. your old catalog. Like, like catalog could be like shoes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, yeah, gets, yeah. it gets more valuable, especially the less you rap, your catalog gets more valuable. So right. his, his $75 million catalog is probably way more valuable than it was 10 years I don't, ago. See, I don't know I don't know if Jay-Z got his own team or if he rocking with Beyonce's team. Because you got to think, his catalog didn't really go up until he started fucking with Beyonce. And even Nas, you got to think Nas was just only rapping. He only had rap money until he until he signed the rock, I mean, signed the Def Jam with Jay-Z or Rock Nation and Jay-Z. Well, so now, I mean, because Nas is worth like $90 million now, but a couple of years ago, Nas was probably worth only like 25 You know what but I mean? The, the interesting thing about Jay-Z <laughs> is, though, his catalog is worth $75 million, and it's not even on all platforms. His, his catalog is it's probably... It's really on title, yeah. yeah. It, it, he only has his own catalog on title. If he expanded his catalog and really started selling it, well, he's he, worth he was, more than though, like, he, he was on Apple Music and Spotify. But, he, but and I'm saying he poured all that out, shit yeah. to put it on title. If, if ever... So, but, but you got to think, he probably he already got the money for those streams, though. So. Nah, nah. He can put it back on there because you still get paid. Well, no, no. I mean, money. I'm just saying, like... When he pulled it, he he still got a check for them streams that yeah. while he was on there. You what know I'm what saying, mean? but that you're talking about the value of it. So right now, with it being locked on just title, right, and it being t- tied to title, it can only be worth so much. If he ever expanded it to make it worth, he gets paid off that, so it goes from being worth seventy to like one forty. Because you can double, because you still get residuals off of that. Right now, he's only getting the residuals from labels and playing like all that other stuff. He it isn't spread like Drake. It, it isn't everywhere. Like you can't get, you can't go listen to Jay Z on Apple Music. You can't go listen to Jay Z right, on. Right. You know what I'm saying? Once he expands <laughs> that, then you got to pay him per stream. You got to pay him when you. You know what I'm saying? So that catalog is worth more. Just, just don't do no more joint albums, Jay Z, bro. That that Jay Z Beyonce shit. We we all family. That shit was trash. Nah, you wrong. That shit's cold. The Carters, yeah. nigga. That's my my daughter's favorite album. You know what I'm saying? She's ten. That's why it's <laughs> trash. Hey, hey, but you say it's, you say it's trash as a grown up. But if you get a ten year old to be on that, that's when you. That's why you say, man, Drake shit trash. But when you get ten year olds singing the song, you know what I'm saying? That's where the money is. Lil Nas X is balling, not because you like it. 
<laughs> it's because you can play it in elementary school. Yeah, hey, hey, I'm not feeling it though. Hey, play that, play that nice around little kids. I can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you, man. That's why it's popping. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? But that little Nas shit, y'all, y'all got to dismiss me with that. Hey, bro. That shit hard. Yeah, I like that man. shit. Man. You, you, know you out here riding on the horse? Hey, man. Hey, that's one thing. That's one thing that uh, he tapped into is. People forget black people are. There's a lot of country black cowboys. I I don't. It's not even about that. Like yo, I I don't wish no no bad on any black man. Yo, do your thing, young buck. I'm just saying, like I'm not feeling the song. You know what I mean? No, no. I mean, I, it, it's not for everybody. But what I'm saying is, he tapped into a market that's been there for years. Oh, like no, the black man, Darius Rucker been eating. If you don't know that, that's that's Hootie from yeah, Hootie yeah, and the Blackfish. But, but I'm saying Darius Rucker been eating, man. Yeah, but not like this. Not like just full cow. Like Darius, Bro, look at Darius. Go look. No, when no, you get no, off the show, Doug, uh, Google Darius Rucker, bro. He been eating. No, I know who Seal is. I know Darius Rucker. I mean, shit, Nelly ate off a of country album. I'm saying the market has been there. Yeah, Cool J did too. Yeah, nobody. Re- it's there. It's been there for years. You know what I'm saying? You can eat off a of country. A black man can eat off a of country album. That's why they try to keep you out. Because that market is there. Like, I'm, where I'm from, there's a shitload of cow- black cowboys. They hold up. Uh, rodeo and Oak Muggy all the time. Yeah, the like, black rodeo. Yeah, there's a bunch of black rodeo. There's a market for black country music, especially black hip hop infused country music. There is a huge market for that that black people just really don't want to. Like, ah, oh, that's country. Ah, oh, that's corny. I mean, I'm not saying that's corny or nothing. I'm just, I'm just not feeling the Nas X song. Like, when I heard it, I was like, this shit is not. It, you hey, know what I'm saying? Shit. Billy Ray Cyrus killed him, boy. Like, that's shit hard, man. I don't know you what, what he said. Talking. Riding his Maserati. Yeah. <laughs> Maserati sports car. Nah, man. Hey, I like this. Nah, man. man. Hey. But like, actually, hey, but who who'd even eating, man? So, yeah, like, I already man. know. They, I already know. Like, it's a market for it, but you know, I, I'm just saying. I mean, little Nas X, man. If he can, it, the one thing is he's just really eating off this song, kind of like uh, Soldier Boy did. Now he has to be able to rebound. If he can rebound with an album. That's gonna be the that's tricky gonna, part. That's tough though. Yeah, if he the, the song is so big because you got to because the reason why because you got to you got to be embraced by the country community. You know what I'm saying? No, you don't. You do though because the reason why the reason why Nelly and Ella Cool was successful and made I think Ella, I think Nelly made two songs. I don't know about Ella Cool but they both made country songs. And the reason why them songs went so big is because Nelly had two hot country music stars on his records. He got Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy Ray Cyrus is old though. Like but Billy Ray Cyrus killed that thing. No, I'm, not, I'm not denying that. I'm just saying like he an old. So, so but Nelly had Brad Paisley. Yeah, you know but what so I'm what I'm saying if if Billy Ray Cyrus, you're saying he's old, right? He's right. washed. I'm not saying he's washed. I'm saying but like, let, let's just say I'm, he is. I'm saying he's not in the prime star yeah, right, right now. You're That's right. So saying. let's just say he is. Yeah. He's washed. He get on that kid's song. The, the amount of attention that Billy Ray Cyrus just got by getting on that song now just showed all the young dudes like man, I should link up. And if they link up, man, now, why, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? Because it, 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 you know, it it could be one. It could be a fluke. But you don't know until you try. You know what I'm saying? But, that's why. That's why pop stars jump on rap albums because oh, it worked. That's why Miley Cyrus ended up being on three or four rap albums because it worked when she got on there with uh, what's the dude from Memphis? Uh, Three Six Mafia. Uh, J- Juicy J. Yeah, she got on there with Juicy J. Now she's on four or five different. Well, now she, she was just fucking. Taylor, she was fucking with Taylor. Gaines yeah. So up. then Taylor Swift. You know, same thing. And when it works, it works, and people jump on it. Now the next dude, if it don't work, then that's gonna kill it. 
But somebody's gonna jump on there with him. Well, they're they gonna have to, man. If you come up with just a solo album with no features, it oh, ain't he's gonna definitely work. gonna have features because they just saw they're trying to get him on both charts. But that's what I'm saying. Though, that, but the country community has to embrace him for him to get those features. Well, you know, if nobody's fucking with him in the country community, nobody, none of the country stars are gonna jump on the song because it would hurt them. Somebody's, somebody's gonna jump on it, bro. See, it's man. all about. You can say race. You can say whatever. It's all about money. It's green. That boy right now is profitable, no, and, I mean, and he I mean, has a he has a label behind him that sees the money. They're gonna push him. That's how Billy Ray got on there. Now they can convince some other stars like, hey, you might not like this kid, but shit, look what Billy Ray just did. Now they're taking his cut and they're playing it on the Rambo movie. They ain't even playing Lil Nas X. They're putting him on some other shit, and they just playing Billy Ray's part. That's his song. They try to say it's Billy Ray song. I know they're but trying to say it's Billy but Ray, it, but it ain't though. But that's what I'm saying. So that's what makes it. That's what makes it profitable for a young up and coming country star to get on there, or a young popping country star. If this was the reverse, Drake would definitely drop and jump on that country song. If it was a country dude that's kind of merged into hip hop, and then he get shit. I don't know. Let's see who's somebody old. Uh, shit. And what pop music? Yeah, I mean, just, no, I'm saying if a country music star, you when know, a got, young star came out with an old rapper, or yeah, and he put a, like an old rapper, like shit, I don't know, Ice Cube on there, yeah. and then that shit really popped. You think Drake ain't gonna jump on that thing? He's gonna jump on that remix. You think Drake ain't gonna jump on that remix? You, know see, you think you can't get if that if that song get 10 million spins? You think you can't get a verse from Jay on there? Nah, Jay ain't fucking with it. Jay won't even get two chains from bars. Shit, he, he got on DJ Khaled shit. That's DJ Khaled though. Shit. You think you think Jay don't got some old ver- throwaway verse? He ain't Look, be throwing man, that I'm, shit on uh, nah, DJ Khaled. Jay, Jay too high, man. Like I said, he wouldn't even fuck with two chains. Ten, two chains begging for hey, a feature right ten now. Ten million spins. Jay throwing something on there. Ten million there, spins. Man. Jay gonna Jay throw said if you there. ain't Drake, Rick Ross, Nas. Uh, that's that's about that's really on who he fucking with right now. Hey, oh, he, and of course Beyonce. He ain't fucking with Nas. He fucking with Nas. No, yeah. Nah. Not ever since Nas got off his label. Now he fucking with Kanye. He ain't fucking with him. Hey, Nas ain't need them beats, man. I don't blame him, though. Nigga, they ain't even recording the, shit, the, the come, same studio. No, the shit, it that don't was, matter, that though. That Nas album was super trash. I'm not talking about trash. I'm talking about the the beats that Kanye been putting out here lately been fire. Yeah, but he ain't they, he ain't mixing them right. That Nas album was trash. It sounded like Nas sent in a whole album. With different beats, and Kanye said, "You know what? Fuck these beats. I'm gonna take all these beats, make my own beats, but they ain't even gonna go with his words." Hey, look, man. You know how Nas be in? <laughs> Nas will have a hot album next year, and it's gonna last him for about five years. Yeah, but Nas ain't the type of person to need a hot beat. Nas is the type of person to need a simple beat. Yeah, but nowadays these young kids they want them hot beats, yeah, man. But you Nas, gotta. Nas yeah. said, fuck it, man. Let me get yeah, the hot beat. Like I said, he worked ninety million. Not like he need them. That shit only work if you putting lyrics behind cocaine. You know that's why that's why Pusha T work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Well, Pusha T getting, but Pusha T getting all of Kanye, cause cause Pusha T only been fucking with Kanye since day one and still fucking with Kanye, so he getting all Kanye's hottest beats. Yeah, but I don't think the beats matter if you're not in the studio. You have to beat. That's what that's what Pusha T's problem was. He had to go to this weird place and listen to forty seven beats with Kanye. But that's how Kanye do, one. man. You know, Kanye want to chill, man. He want to he want to drink. He want to. But if you look, don't, let me show you what I've been working on. Kanye want to show you. But if you don't do beats, that, you but, don't do that. It sound like Nas. It sound like that shit. Right. I just I don't feel like doing that shit here's some verses you put them on there well, nah, he hey, ne- next time you know nigga you, you, need to go, you gotta go to Kanye's undisclosed location and you gotta chill with this nigga Kanye's wants- sensitive man if you don't chill with Kanye man he don't think you like him so he's like man well, I'm just gonna like do what I chill can with that you. weird ass nigga hey, man. man I chill with Kanye man. I ain't chilling with that nigga I, that chill with Kanye, weird, man. Man. I just wanna hear this. I just wanna hear this nigga's conspiracy theories I don't wanna talk to Kanye I just wanna hear what he gotta say man and be like man you know what nigga if I was an alien that shit might work man. I don't know 
I'll fuck around. Punch Kanye in the face, yeah, you man. Know what I'm hey, Kanye, Kanye ain't genius, bro. Man, you, if, you, if that's the shit that comes out his mouth in public, I can't even imagine the shit that comes out his mouth in private. Hey, man. <laughs> I'll probably talk Kanye in the face, man. <laughs> that's the shit he felt comfortable saying to y'all. That means he says that shit on a regular nah, basis. Like I said, Kanye be at them undisclosed locations, man. He don't be with nobody, so he be talking to himself most of the time. Kanye be on the So when he, when he gets some company, then he just be talking random shit. Yeah, that's why I can't fuck with Kanye, bro. <laughs> no, I can't do it. I can't do it, man. Kanye. Hey, nah, man, man. I ain't got time for it. Kanye's been pumping here lately, though. Doing what? Just giving beats. What what if Kanye pumped on? I'm just saying, I'm just saying, besides for the Pusha album, Pusha t- he, he the, Kanye been trash. Nah, man, been. the Kid Cudi shit was The Kid Cudi shit was trash. That shit was nice. That shit was trash. Kid Cudi shit His was album nice. was trash. They wasn't really uh, album. It was, it was What's an EP. old girl? Um, Iman Shippers girl? Oh, uh, Tiana Taylor. Her trash. Shit, no, her shit was rushed. banging, bro. No, they rushed her shit. That ain't even I mean, I'm talking about the two songs she came out with was hard. Yeah, but her but album, album that yeah, she they, wanted they rushed that album, was yeah. trash, and the shit they released wasn't the album that she wanted, and she even said it's trash. Hey man, I'm talking about the two songs I heard on the radio. They, that nigga want to put 17 samples on every song. Don't get nothing clear, but say you're gonna release it every two weeks. You can't do that. That's this nigga's crazy. That's why man, I can't talk hey, to Kanye him. said he can do it. Tiana man. Taylor wanted to fight that nigga. I hey, bet you. I bet nah. you Tiana Taylor can't even get him on the phone right now. Well, Tiana Taylor want to fight everybody though. Yeah, but she has a legitimate beef with him. No, I mean no, she does. She does. But she, you know, Tiana Taylor hey. just be whooping ass, just be yeah, whooping ass. Right? Tiana catch him in the streets. Man, on I bet she be whooping the shit out of him, <laughs> <and> Shepard, nigga. <laughs> I bet his mom won't even dare talk back. <laughs> hey, fuck around, get hey, his she, ass whooped. She kind of cut too, you know. Man, what I mean? She probably got a stiff jab. That, what, 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 that, whatever video she, he she did for Kanye. Which one? I didn't see it. You didn't see that video? No, well, you better look up that Tiana Taylor. You better look up that Kanye when Kanye came out with that uh, uh, Life of Pablo album. Didn't see it, man. I'm gonna show it to you. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, that's it for us today, though. Yeah, man. And wrap it up. Just let y'all know, man. Just find us on at Two Smart Network. You can also find us on Win underscore the underscore smoke underscore clears what with a Z. Z. You need to change that shit. Man, yeah, hey, man. <laughs> get off my handle, bro. Hey, yo, y'all can also check us out on CrossPods. We about to come out soon. They're going to do a little advertising for us, right? Yeah, we got some, uh, we got links on CrossPods so you can definitely get us, uh, get at us on there. They got a website, um, CrossPods.com and they also on Instagram at CrossPods. A little, little, uh, lot of different types of podcasts on there so you should see us on there. Um, we also may be doing some advertisement. I ain't 100% yeah, well, on that shit. Yeah, we know, we just rocking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this shit is really just fun for yeah. us. But yeah, man, let us know what you think. Like, subscribe. Yo, yeah, for sure. And we'll catch y'all next week. Peace. Later.